Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, March First, we are here officially. March Madness begins in, I don't know, like 10 days or something. Um, But we made it through the first two months of 2021. Hope everybody had a splendid weekend. Um, Mine was mostly sports-free, with the exception, of course, of my kids and uh, getting them to play basketball. Uh, Went out to dinner, bumped into my guy Colin Cowherd uh, at a restaurant, outdoors, of course, um, and hit the beach on Sunday. Nice little respite. After what was a busy week, it was a fun week, um, and I was telling Rob G, I am probably to a fault a schedule guy. I like to be on a routine. I like to wake up. I like to work out. I like to um, read certain things and um, get get like a routine in order for the week. So I'm just, so it flows well, and I'm I've got a lot of balance in my life. And the last two weeks, I haven't had that. Um, I did first things first, which uh, threw me off for probably a day and a half, given that time schedule. Then we went skiing, and then last week, undisputed with the you know 4 a.m. alarm clock going off, and it's like, hello, uh, nice to be back this week uh, to some normalcy. 
And um, I, I was trying to find a good football angle to start Monday with. But there really isn't much outside of my guy Deshaun Watson being in Miami. I, I know a lot of people are upset that I put that tweet out and I got a lot of hate tweets, but that's par for the course. Uh, Watson was at the Canelo bloodbath. I mean, I don't even know that that was a fight. The kid, however you say his last name, went in there, just basically threw five punches and took a bunch, went down and collected, what, two million bucks? for three rounds of work. Um, Watson was there. Miami Dolphins are putting the full court press on. Everything I'm hearing is Dolphins are the lead right now. But I think for this Monday podcast, we're going to focus as much as I want to go in on Russell Wilson versus Cowboys Nation. Um, I I feel like NBA is the story today. We're approaching the All-Star break. And we had a couple big events on Sunday. Uh, the Golden State Warriors got absolutely eviscerated. And Rob G in a few minutes is going to take a victory lap, just totally saying Steph Curry belongs in the G League and the Warriors are a joke. The Lakers win by, I think they won by 73 against the Warriors. More importantly, okay, uh, Jason Tatum, my guy, leads Boston to an incredible comeback. I'm telling you guys, I hope you bought Boston low last week. I kept talking about it. They've now won two in a row for the first time in a month. They're getting healthy after the All-Star break. Marcus Smart's back. Just buy Boston low. But the biggest story in the NBA Sunday, and I don't know how you can't take glee in the fact that the LA Clippers absolutely choked once again. And we talked about it here on this podcast. I talked about it on Undisputed. There are no bigger clutch time frauds than the LA Clippers. Dead last in the league in clutch time, and the NBA determines that as the final five minutes of the game, and the point differential is five or less. They're dead last in the NBA in defense, in the in clutch. And what happened on Sunday? The Clippers lead 100-96 to against Giannis and the Bucks with four minutes left, and they never scored again. And the Bucks go on a 9-0 run, dunking all over the paper clips. And folks, I just don't want to hear it, okay? This team, uh, the clips were at full strength. I don't want to hear this. Well, Pat Beverly wasn't there. You know, my guy Chris Broussard loves to lean on. Well, you need Pat Beverly. Uh, Jay, Luke Kennard didn't play. Uh, listen, I'm not, I know we say cuss words on the, on the podcast here. I'm not going to just say F Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard ain't making the difference, guys, Okay. Lou Williams has been reduced to, hey man, you can play in late first quarter, you can play second, third. You ain't playing late in the game. They just don't play him. And sad thing is, he might be their best ISO player. Yes, better than Kawhi. Yes, better than Paul George. He's just so bad defensively, such a liability, they don't play him. And the Clippers got smoked down the stretch. Folks, there's no denying it. They are still shook by what happened in the bubble when Denver was down 3-1 and Denver trailed at halftime of games five, six, and seven, and came back each time and beat this mentally weak Clippers bunch. It's just unbelievable. Like, Kawhi, good game. I don't want to hear this MVP talk for Kawhi. Just stop. Just stop it. Come on. Get out of here. Okay? And Paul George, playoff P, two for 10 from D, 16 points. Real nice performance, Paul George. Like, this is your chance on the big stage. I know you guys beat the Jazz last week, and it was a chest-thumping win. Nice win over Utah. Milwaukee just deep pants to you in crunch time. And I know they got a new coach in LA and 
Doc Rivers is gone and Ty Lue's in, but this is the same old song and dance, folks. It's the same show. The Clippers, they're just not clutch performers. I think, if anything, this provides more evidence as to why the Lakers remain the best in the West. I know the Jazz have the best record and the best point differential and they're top five in offense and defense and everything says Jazz, but we've got to see it in the postseason. And Lakers stomped the Warriors. Um, Lakers got Dennis Schroeder back. Obviously, he's a factor. Um, I don't really have too much of a take on the on the Bucks. Uh, Giannis was a monster. 36, 14, and 5. He scored, I mean, he outscored the Clippers in the final five minutes by himself. And I while I don't love the rest of the Bucks, Giannis, if you don't know how to defend him, i.e., don't let him get in the paint, like he's gonna abuse you. And Rob, I'll say one of the biggest notes I took away from that Clippers performance. They have zero interior defense. Yeah, I mean, we knew this coming in, you know. Um, supposedly Ibaka was an upgrade and Zubak only played 16 minutes, but I mean, Giannis just ate inside and I saw the Clippers only had three blocks and every time I looked up, I was trying to find points in the paint. My guess is the Bucks had over 60, but it was an, it was just, it was an evisceration. And, um, I don't want to start Monday just coming out firing and taking shots at people and making fun of teams, but it's tough to not absolutely blast this Clippers team, for what once again was just another phony performance, leading in the fourth quarter and then just choking it away late, Rob G. Um, they're frauds. I, that's that's all. That's the point of this. The Clippers remain frauds. Can't say I don't enjoy watching the Clippers fold like a cheap tent. I just, you know, it was more fun when Doc Rivers was the coach because he is still the most overrated coach in the NBA. So it'd be more fun if he was still there to take these L's. But there is something gratifying about watching the Clippers continuously just throw up all over themselves in crunch time. And, and what makes it worse, and we've talked about this before, Paul George, who may be the least self-aware player in all of sports, he had the audacity after the game to call out the officiating and say that uh, we weren't getting enough free throw calls or free throw attempts compared to what the Bucks were getting. I don't know if Paul George knows this. I'm sure he does, but he just chooses not to again because he doesn't have any idea who he is at some point. <laughs> NBA rankings, points in the paint per game. This is offense, not defense. Clippers are 27th. Oh. So they don't go to the rim. NBA rankings, free throw attempts per game, which means you're attacking the paint. 25th. Jeez. How the hell is a jump shooting team like the Clippers, led by Kawhi and Paul George, going to get free throw calls they're not and that's part of the reason why they are susceptible to blowing 20 point second half leaves in the bubble to being the worst clutch team in the nba or one of the worst clutch teams in the nba because they are a jump shooting team who settles for mid-range and deeper shots no matter what the score no matter what time of the game and it leads to those situations happening so they deserve everything that's been coming to them and until they're able to accept where their own limitations are and, and look in the mirror, it's going to be a, a, a self-fulfilling prophecy with them. I, I don't see them as a serious threat. Yeah, I'm just trying to spin this forward. Like, let's say it doesn't work this year. Okay, they don't. Let's even say they get to the Western Conference Finals and lose. Like, what can they do, Rob? I mean, all they've got, their biggest trade chip is Lou Williams. 
And frankly, I don't know what you're going to get for him. Maybe a contender says, oh yeah, we want that scoring off the bench and has room to add him. But I, I just, I don't see where they go from here. Like, are they at risk of losing Kawhi Leonard? I don't think he wants to leave this area. Um, Paul George, we know he wants to be here. I, I just, I'm trying to think forward and like, do they try to wait out LeBron? Like, can you say, well, LeBron's probably only got one or two years left and then it's our deal. But the Lakers are going to bring in someone else. Like, you know, I, I just don't know where they go from here. This will, like, Rob, people never stopped giving LeBron grief for that failure against the Mavs in the, uh, the, the Heat's first year. Uh, he could never live that down. He still can't. Um, if the Clippers don't get to the finals this year, and they will have imploded before the finals two years in a row. Isn't that more of a blight than LeBron having a, an atrocious finals against the Mavericks that's still unexplainable? Oh, I don't know if I would go that far. I mean, I do like where your head's at, but I just don't know if I could really get to you on that level. But let me just say this with the Clippers. They are closer to blowing it up altogether than I think they are of getting the necessary moves to become an elite title contender because if they were going to make a run at a championship it would have had to have been last year which i don't think they would have beat the lakers anyways but they failed in such a fantastic fashion it never really got to that point or this year because brooklyn is only in their first year and they're only going to get better as they continue to add more pieces continue to be more comfortable with each other so their window was last year and this year and just like you said, they they are deficient at point guard. They have no rim protection whatsoever. And their only real trade chip is Lou Williams, who is only a niche player for certain teams. Mm. So I don't know what you're going to get for him. I okay. think that they are closer to trading Paul George in the offseason. Well, they, well, hold on. Even they though they just, just signed him. him. Yeah, they just they signed him. They just him. signed Blake Griffin when they traded him. That's fair. So they, they've married themselves to Kawhi Leonard. They've decided him and Uncle Dennis are the future of the— Okay, but that, that was what I was going to ask about. I'm looking at the salary. Paul—sorry, uh, Kawhi Leonard's going to opt out after this year because he has a player option, right? Um, I would assume he's coming back, but is it 100% lock if they don't get to the finals this year that he's coming back? Like, you have a good point that they retain Paul George and— they did trade Blake Griffin, what, six months after basically rolling out the red carpet to keep him? Um, they hung his jersey in the rafters. Remember that? And then that traded part, him six months later. Him. And that's why, yeah, listen, that goes back to the Draymond Green rant about, hey, man, um, it's kind of unfair to the players. Like, don't just get upset at James Harden because he wants out when people like the Clippers put hang Blake's jersey in the rafters and then trade him a couple months later. You know, like... That's kind of dirty. Like, Blake, you don't think Blake Griffin was pissed? He got banished to Detroit. He made the playoffs one year, and now he's injured. And, like, I mean, I don't know. Blake at this point now is, like, a, a maybe a, a, a key bench piece for someone, but not at that price. He's making, like, 30-something million dollars. So, I don't know. Dude, would Kawhi leave the, the Clippers? I don't think he would. Because he made such a stink about wanting to be back in Los Angeles and wanting to be closer to his family and things like that. And number two, again, 
when he made the decision to sign with the Clippers, like we talked to a lot of the same people. We know a lot of people who know the inside story. They were treating it like a college trip. Him and Uncle Dennis, well, specifically Uncle Dennis, Kawhi likes to say that he had nothing to do with it. Oh, he yeah. was asking for stake in the team, marketing dollars, access to a private jet, a bunch of different things that you would give to a five-star blue chip recruit to come to the University of Kentucky or something like that. So as soon as the Clippers made those concessions, I don't know exactly which ones they did, but I know they made some. They, they did something that enough people are upset about that they had to file, what was it? I think it was like collusion or tampering charges yep, that they yep. had to investigate. So something went down. So as soon as they did that, they married themselves to Kawhi. They are more likely, like I said, to just blow it all up completely and say, Kawhi, whatever you want, that's what we're going to do. The problem, though, is the only player who has proven that I can recall maybe in the last 20, 30 years that you give him that kind of power because it's going to pay off for you is LeBron James. A lot of people put Kawhi on that level simply because of that fraudulent, well, it's not fraudulent, but um, fortunate. That's the F word I was looking for. The fortunate title in Toronto. Um, They get lucky in Game 7 against the Sixers with the luckiest bounce in Game 7 game-winning history. Okay? Uh, Then they're down 2-0 to the Bucks, and, of course, Budenholzer uh, just soils his pants the rest of the way. And then the entire Warriors team gets hurt, and Kawhi wins a title. And then it's like, oh, Kawhi ended the dynasty, which is just total garbage. And then Kawhi can pick wherever. He's a superstar. Like, I I don't know, man. Rob, I'm starting to think, like, if I'm Kawhi Leonard and I see no path to victory with the Clippers, the one team, and I think I have mentioned this in passing before, that makes sense from a regional perspective. You know, he's still kind of on the West Coast. Kawhi Leonard joins forces with Chris Paul and Devin Booker on the Phoenix Suns. If he opts out and decides to sign with the Suns, and then ultimately they figure out some sign-in trade, we'll give you Aiton, we'll give you Macau Bridges, blah, blah, blah. Um, Maybe Kawhi, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul put together something that's impressive. I know you're not bullish on Devin Booker. I would like to point out that he absolutely is one of the best shooters in the league. And, oh, by the way, he hung 43 on the mighty Timberwolves Sunday night. But you're not a you're not a big fan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. 
so it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear, so before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. I appreciate you making that segue because I wanted to find a way to work in a Devin Booker slander. I just didn't know what was going to be the best time to do it. So thank you for throwing me the lob on the fast break. I really appreciate that. Devin Booker, for all of his stats and all of his LeBron calling him the most disrespected player in the NBA, which is just flat out not true. Devin Booker is nothing more than Zach Levine of the West. And I don't mean that as a compliment. He can score. That's great. He does not impact winning in any way, shape, or form. There's a reason why the coaches in the NBA, when they voted the reserves for the NBA All-Star team, picked a 79-year-old Chris Paul over him. (laughs) When Devin Booker's stats blow Chris Paul's out of the water, any way you slice it. But Chris Paul is the only player on that roster who is a true difference maker. Wherever he goes, you're at least respectable. I'm not saying you're a championship team, but you're respectable. Devin Booker, before this season, I don't, I'm don't. i almost positive he had never won more than 34 games in a season. But even more than that, he had, he had one season of 34, I think, and then other than that, everything was under 25. So if you're really the most disrespected player in the NBA or you're a guy who is absolutely an all-star, at minimum, you should be able to get 500, I would think, or close to it. You know how. He's a young guy. Rob, I, I, this is over the top. Okay, I don't know Devin Booker other than he's dating Kendall Jenner. Um, D-Book, by the way, hung 70 on Boston a couple years ago. And they lost. 7-0. They lost. He did lose, they did lose a game. But he dropped 70! He. I mean, come on. This is like... I'm trying to think of a historical comp. I think Zach Levine is completely disrespectful. And also, Zach Levine is the man, dude. I still, Rob, I, I really do believe the Space Jam dunk series by Zach Levine is the greatest. It is without peer in NBA dunk contest history. I don't think, I listen, I love what Aaron Gordon uh, did a couple years ago, uh, the kid from Orlando. Uh, obviously, Michael Jordan has a good book. Back in the 80s, Dominique Wilkins had some incredible dunks. That Zach Levine Space Jam, I think it was like five dunks that he did. I I watch it on YouTube, and I can't stop smiling. It's that impressive. Between the music, the... I mean, he's like... He literally is walking on air. I I, I just love everything about Zach Levine's dunk repertoire. And I gotta say, I like him as a shooting guard. Devin Booker or Bradley Beal? Who you you got? Bradley Beal. 
Is that supposed to be a tough question? I thought I mean, that would Bra- be. Bradley Beal was getting to the playoffs consistently with John Wall. He had Wall. John Wall, the number one overall pick with him. Devin Booker was like 21 oh, it, when he DeAndre was 34 not a number one pick? He's like 22 years old. De- I just looked it up. Devin Booker is 24 years old. He got into the league at like 18 or 19. Okay. He's super young. So I mean, this kid yeah. is so So good. the good thing is he has the rest of his future ahead of him. What I'm saying is up until this point, he has been nothing more than a guy who gets a lot of stats on a bad team. LeBron didn't make the playoffs his first two years. Zion ain't going to make the playoffs probably his first two years. Like, it takes a while, man. And Devin Booker's not even on those guys' level, you know? I, I just, when you think best shooting guards in the league, I'm going to put Klay Thompson to the side right now because, obviously, back-to-back years he's been out for the season. But just pure shooting guards? I, I, I think it's got to be Devin Booker is either one or two. Bradley Beal's the other one. I can't even think of who number three is. Just pure shooting guard. Paul George is like a three, you know. Jalen Brown is like a, a three. I, I I think you're selling Booker short. I'm stunned, Rob. I, I'm absolutely stunned. Let me, let me just say this, that uh, with the advanced stats, offensive, defensive rating, net rating for Devin Booker's career, okay. only one season where he's been a positive. Uh, he's surrounded even, by doo-doo in the desert. this season, when they're supposed to be a threat in the Western Conference, you know what his box plus minus is? Negative 0.6. So he's a net negative on the court when he's out there because his defense is atrocious. Yes, he can score. Yes, he can shoot. But if he's doing it, in that's not in the context of winning. What does it matter? You're heartless. Okay, here's a good one. So uh, let's quickly look at just, you know, one of the best shooting guards in the league's history, Michael Jordan. Um the final three years he won the title, from the field, Michael Jordan, 49%, 48%, 46%. The three before that, when he won those other three titles, 53, 51, 49, okay? Devin Booker's shooting as a shooting guard with him being the primary option. Everybody knows he's getting the ball. Everybody knows he's putting up shots. Almost all the plays are for him. He's shooting 49% from the field. That's pretty damn good. Because Chris I, I, Paul is setting him up. Oh, jeez. I to, like I said, he can score. Yes, the Chris Paul ball washing. He is not a it, difference it, maker. Just so you guys are scoring at home, Rob G. Disrespect Steph Curry. <laughs> pump up Chris Paul. Like, come on, <laughs> get out of here with this trash. What has Chris Paul ever done? What has he ever done? Point God. Everybody loves Chris Paul. Listen, he's a really, really good player. He's a pure point guard, outstanding. But he's a jerk. People don't like him. I'm telling you. He wears out his welcome like Jim Harbaugh does at every stop he's at. And there's a reason, you know, Chris Paul, Carmelo, they've never won anything. Because they act like LeBron, and they're not LeBron. They're boys with LeBron, and they see how LeBron calls all the shots and pulls all the strings. But LeBron wins! I'm just, I'm so over Chris Paul. And I, I don't mean to go in on him, and I don't even know where this rant started. But... I, I I know where it started. Okay, Kawhi Leonard, to me, has a better chance of winning next year on the Suns with Chris Paul and Devin Booker than he does next year on the Clippers with Paul George and Luke Kennard or, or Serge Ibaka. Agree or disagree? Agree. That's not even the hottest take you've had. Like in I, I didn't month. think that's that was not, that hot. That's not a hot take. I, but I do think starting today, March 1st, your boy is going to start the push Kawhi leaving the Clippers. I mean, that's a smart move. He should do that. 
Like, what? If they're not going to lose in the first round, are they? I can't envision that. Uh, no, not the first round, no, because they'll they'll get a good matchup. I think they'll be in the top four at least. So, well, okay. So, so how does it? So, if you the play ins are to face one and two, okay, correct. So that would say if if the Clippers are three, they could be looking at. I don't think the Spurs keep this up. Uh, they've played fewer games than anybody due to COVID. Um, Portland's dangerous, and you know what? The Denver Nuggets could end up with the six seed. You don't think they're going to give the Clippers nightmares again? Uh, if they would match up, I think Denver is going to be closer to that four or five range. I think San Antonio is going to fall off. I be I think if I were to guess who their first round guy uh, matchup would be, I think where it is right now is what you'd see. I think Clippers Blazers feel like the matchup, and the Blazers. I mean, I remember last year they were the best eight seed in NBA history. That's what we were told coming into the playoffs, and then the Lakers just smacked them. But um, you know, Dame Lillard is not to be messed with. So. Assuming that CJ McCollum eventually comes back healthy, I don't know what's going on with Nurkic, but if you get a healthy Portland team against the Clippers, I like Portland. Yes, I lot. would. I um, would give Portland a hell of a chance in that one. Portland's wing defense still a little questionable. Um, you can't put Melo on Paul George or Kawhi and expect to have a chance. But at the same time, Dame Lillard is gonna uh, just take Patrick Beverly to school. Like it's gonna be ugly. I, I will note this: the Suns have won five of six. They are only a half game back of the Clippers. And if Kawhi does his whole I need to load manage BS in the second half, uh, Paul George and Serge Ibaka, they, they ain't carrying these guys. I mean, there is a legit chance the Clips fall to four. And, you know, frankly, I at this point you start wondering like, huh, Clippers fall to four. We know the Jazz don't match up well with them because of the lack of wing defense. Uh, maybe it's fortuitous for the Clippers to fall to four. I, there's a lot of basketball left to be played. Anyways, all right, let's wrap up, um, Rob G, quickly, in the East. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Over the weekend, I did see that Kyrie Irving missed another game. Um, I, I, you know, James Harden couldn't get it done by himself. Um, but if you look at the schedule, and we talked briefly about this, I think on Friday, the schedule is very favorable for the Brooklyn Nets in the second half, and they will get Kevin Durant back. At the same time, the Sixers' schedule is brutal. Rob G, they have seven back to backs in the second half of the season. We know Embiid usually doesn't play back to backs. Um, I know he's kind of chasing the MVP. But if the Bucks, who finally got Drew Holiday back from COVID, he's it's going to take him some time. Um, I can, I, you know, I, I think the Nets are by far still the class of the East. I, I don't think anybody can touch them in the playoffs. The one team that I think can give them major problems is the Boston Celtics. Nobody wants to believe me. Uh, I said that on Undisputed, and collectively, Buker and Broussard's heads exploded. Um, I mean, Rob, this is not rocket science. On the wing, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They can match up with KD, Harden, and Kyrie. Now, they're not better, but they're not much far behind. And I'm sorry, but Matisse Thibel, uh, Danny Green, and Seth Curry, they have no chance. Um, Milwaukee Bucks, like DiVincenzo, man, I don't know if you watch that closely. Like, he couldn't stay with Lou Williams. And I like DiVincenzo a lot. Um... I don't know if I trust Middleton as a defender on the wing. I like Drew Holiday a lot, but he can only guard one of the three. So I, I can totally, totally see if the matchups break right, um, the Celtics squaring off with the Nets and giving them fits, Rob. I'm talking like I can see that series going six or seven. Oh, I 1,000% disagree with you. I, well, I, I should preface this. The Celtics absolutely have to be 100% healthy. No, Marcus even, Smart, Kemba has to play every game. None of that crap. Yeah. Even if they're healthy, I do Ooh. not see any scenario where Boston can keep up with Brooklyn. Why, Why is that? I, I think that Boston, you know, you talked about the Clippers being, you know, a, a ticking time bomb, so to speak. I think that Boston is them times 10. I what? think that, that that roster has tuned out Brad Stevens in a big way. I think that... um. Danny Ainge, who is most likely the most overrated front office exec this side of what Sam Presti, you know, you like to collect. <laughs> Sam Presti's not even rated I and mean, never do that. anything. But Sorry. you know, they have two great players. I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are really, really good players. The rest of that roster is trash. They, they, what? They, Kemba Walker is a shell of himself from what He's he used to be. Struggling a bit Re- relative uh-huh. to what his salary is. He is not good. Um, Marcus Smart, I think the idea of Marcus Smart is is a good player, but the actual version of him kind of leaves you a little bit uh, wanting more, just because he's Listen, a good defender. Smart is the heart and soul of that right. locker room. You he, know, he is a, he is the uh, a guard version of Draymond Green kind of thing. Oh, I don't hate that. You know, he does a lot of little things, but if you're counting on him to be your third guy, because you can't count on Kemba, I think at this point anymore. Well, no, no, I, I'm sorry. They, you kept the only way they compete is if Kemba's healthy, and he, the problem is he hasn't really been healthy. Well, you under this assumption, if Kemba's healthy, hundred percent, that's the scenario I'm talking about. Don't you remember what happened to Kemba in the in the bubble? Like he was mercilessly picked on by the by the Heat. 
they they just matched up hunted him the entire series and they didn't have an answer for it. And so I think that if they're going to play a team like Brooklyn, you have to be locked in. You have to be on a string defensively because like you said, you're not going to stop KD Harden and Kyrie. You can just kind of slow them down long enough to take advantage of their, of their deficiencies. And Boston does not have the roster capable to take advantage of where Brooklyn is, is hurting. They don't have anybody who can pound them inside. Like, Jalen Brown is probably the, the, the guy most likely to get to the rack at any time because Jason Tatum likes to shoot a lot of mid-range jumpers. He's not really looking to attack like, like that. Kemba Walker's not going to do it. They're, they don't have a front court guy who's going to punish you inside. So I, I don't see Boston as any threat at all to Brooklyn. I think hmm. Philly can be, especially if they get that Kyle Lowry deal, which was floated out late last week. I think they can make a, a run at, at Brooklyn, but I don't see, see Boston uh, at all. My okay, I my counter, yes, of course, Embiid will eat against the Nets inside. But if we like to compare the Nets to that awesome Warriors team with Curry, KD, and Clay, the team that gave them the most problems by far was the Houston Rockets, who didn't have a big inside. What they did was they just matched them on the perimeter. Gordon, PJ Tucker on KD, uh, Harden, Chris Paul. They could match up, switch on anything, and you know they were able to offensively keep up with uh, the Warriors, and they lost in seven. Um, I think that's what Boston is at completely full strength. Um, and, and the sad thing is, I just looking at Kemba Walker's stats. Yeah, this, he's having the worst season of his career, um, for, basically in every aspect outside of his rookie year. You know, when he was a young kid out of UConn, he's shooting 38% from the field. I just said Devin Booker was at 49. Kemba Walker's at 38, 35 from three. Um, he's getting to the line the fewest in his career since his rookie year, three times a game. His assists are down at 4.2, lowest of his career. So he's not playmaking. He's not getting the line. He's not shooting. I would almost say put him in bubble wrap and just wait for that Brooklyn series. Because with him, Rob, though, he's a dynamite player. He's a crunch time guy. Um, he is only 30. I, the, I guess the wear and tear um, in Charlotte when he kept playing like 81, 79, 80, 82 games and carrying them uh, took its toll. But I, I would like to see him a healthy man. I, I just, I, I, think they're the, I think they're the best team at full strength after Brooklyn and East. Well, I have a quick idea. I know we got to wrap soon, but I got an idea for you. I've been marinating on this for a couple of days, so it's not perfect, but just let me know what you think. Oh, okay, I've okay. said I've said before, I think the only team that can actually beat Brooklyn in this series is the Lakers. So I still believe that. But okay. I do think that in the East, like I said, that Philadelphia will be the team that could kind of give them the most run for their money. Like you mentioned, because of Joel Embiid and him getting 40 a game just because there's no answer yeah. for that. But whatever. But my theory for for Brook or excuse me, for Philadelphia is you put Ben Simmons, who self-proclaimed best defender in the NBA, on James Harden, and you just erase James Harden from that series. And the, yeah, that, that's not a bad strategy. And you let Kevin Durant eat against Tobias Harris. Or excuse me, you scheme up your defense against Kevin Durant. You say, we're going to try to Tobias Harris, Danny Green, shade everything his direction, and, and do that. And, this, and, and you do what Detroit did to Kobe back in the finals in 2004, hmm. where you say, Kyrie Irving, this is your series. <laughs> you go as balls to the wall as you want to against us. And if you beat us, then you beat us. But that's what we're going to do. And I feel you like... You beat if, us, we'll tip our cap. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that 
Philadelphia has the personnel where they could run that kind of defensive scheme against Brooklyn and just dare Kyrie to be the one that beat him, similar to how Detroit dared Kobe to beat them, and he shot them out of the series. I could see that happening with Kyrie. Wow. that, that I, I, I like that. I think my only problem is Joel Embiid is on the court, and they are going to put him in a pick-and-roll blender. They're going to say, Jeff Green, um, Joel Embiid's on you. I want you screening every time for Kyrie or James Harden and then just attacking Embiid in the pick and roll. I'm not saying he can't defend it. He's a really good rim defender. But I, you wear down Embiid, and he's not as effective as the offensive end. I, it'll be interesting, but, huh. So as of right now, my finals, I will I will stick with, you know, the chalky Lakers and Nets. But, again, health is going to be an enormous factor. Boston, Brooklyn, Lakers, um, all of them severely impacted uh, so far this season by health. You could toss in Clippers, given the Paul George stuff, Portland, obviously, um, the Bucks with Holiday and COVID. So uh, who are your finals as of right now, March 1st? Same one they were when the season started. Lakers, Nets. That was before the James Harden. You started. had Nets before the Harden. Interesting. I did. Okay. Just because the only guy I trust in the Eastern Conference is Kevin Durant. Once I saw that he was reasonably healthy, I'm like, okay, he's the guy I trust. I don't trust Giannis. I don't trust uh, Simmons and Embiid, so I go with KD. All right, that's it for Monday, March 1st. We have uh, one really interesting guest ticketed for later this week and a lot of fun stuff for tomorrow as well. We'll talk to you then. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.